Hey guys, I hope you guys are all well. Today I am talking about friendships because it's a recent theme that I've been focusing on in shadow work, in communication, in reflection, etc. In my last episode, if you have listened to it, you know I spoke about pretty much being addicted to solitude and pretty much isolating myself and not making an active effort to hang out with my friends. That is still something to be further expanded on. But today I specifically want to talk about being friends with people who have difficulties sustaining friendships and people who are needy, people who befriend people for character development and things of that nature. So this is pretty much going to be a story time and I'm going to be very transparent. I don't know if I'm going to say names, but I feel, I feel that I am finally healing from the hurt I felt by the breakdown of a friendship that was not stable anyway. And I knew it was not going to be sustainable because there's things I saw in this friendship or felt in this friendship that made me feel like having this person be in my life while they are reluctant to heal would disrupt my healing my healing and disrupt me me staying on the path towards being being who I'm supposed to be, being enlightened. Um and I don't even I don't even mean this in a in a way where I'm saying, oh this person's disrupting my my spiritual journey. Because that may have been true, but I mean it in a way where I felt like this person did not represent the the type of people that I feel that I should be around as the person that I'm manifesting myself to be. Like, the person that I envision myself to be would not be friends with someone like that. And I knew this, but I was just passing time with them because I thought, do you know what? They haven't done anything to me specifically. I felt like I needed a reason to cut them off, but I wasn't... With that being said, I definitely was not looking for any reason to cut them off. But I think that comes from the attachment issues I had. I don't want to call it issues. The attachment um, style I had in friendships. Relationships in general, to be fair. So, I met this friend in 2020. I met them on Instagram. And... (laughs) They, so, I used to be on YouTube. I used to upload vlogs on my lock journey because I used to have locks. And this person, 
subscribed to me. They said they were subscribed to me when they messaged me. I think they reached out to me. Yeah, they did. They reached out to me and they expressed how grateful they were that I were great they expressed how grateful they were um for me documenting my lock journey on youtube because as a fellow black girl from london or the uk it wasn't that common for for us to lock our hair so it was refreshing for her to see that i was documenting that journey and that I had locks as well. So, you know, we were going back and forth in the DMs and I was like, this girl's pretty cool. You know, we're into similar things. So we formed a friendship in 2020. I don't, I can't remember when. I think it was like early 2020, probably. Not early 2020, like during the pandemic times when it was like in the midst of it, I think. So we didn't meet up until... It doesn't really matter when we met up, to be fair. Um, but I think months had passed, um, before, you know, we actually met each other in person and this person, she's from London, I believe. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's from London and, but she lived outside of London for personal reasons and that obviously made it difficult for us to see each other regularly. And back then, do you know what? I did see my friends <laughs> regularly. I was someone who um prioritize seeing my friends yes even in the midst of the pandemic because i'm sorry why am i listening to people who ain't even following the blood clot rules they're giving us to be fair i didn't really it's not like i was around so many people i i didn't see people in like large groups most of the times and the friends that i saw regularly were the people who lived close to me so we'd go on walks and stuff like that Anyway, I don't need, I don't need to explain myself, but I just also don't want to make it seem like I was actually just being irresponsible and like not um actually taking responsibility for um myself and the health of the people around me. Um so yeah. Um the friendship was alright. Um at the time this is just okay, when I when I'm telling you guys this story this is just from my perspective my perception my feelings etc anything i say is not facts it might not be facts my my um description of this person's character and their personality may just be my projection so please don't take anything i'm saying as factual or as me trying to paint this person as something they may not be so, um, during the early stages of our friendship, she had expressed that she was, like, bi- bisexual, I think. Yeah, bisexual. And I identify as pansexual, so that was something else we we bonded over. And then, um, shortly after, she said that she thinks she identifies as pansexual. And I was like, fair, fair. Because, you know, sometimes we, we come across... Um, new descriptions or new people that make us uh, that ignite a feeling in us where we feel like I resonate with that and I no longer feel bisexual because xyz and I feel that pansexuality describes exactly who I am I can't knock that I was like calm (laughs) 
kudos to you. I love that for you that, you know, you feel more comfortable in your being and you're able to define yourself in a way that further resonates with you. You know, that's that's good for you. So fast forward, um, lockdown is pretty much non-existent and things are opening. So I'm hanging out with this friend more. And one thing I noticed about this friend when we would go out they're quite entitled so i'm not even trying to i'm not trying to broke shame anyone because i know it's hard out here but this friend had financial difficulties and i felt like there was pressure on me to like buy buy drinks or um pay for things for her and i've spoken about this with my therapist and but this is in regards to just people in general sometimes when people express how broke that they are or how much they're struggling financially i feel an obligation to give them money or spend money on them and this is because of various things but in this friendship specifically i think it was nothing to do with like it was some what to do with you know my my innate um feeling of um obligation to others but it was also because I felt like I was, I felt, it felt awkward if I didn't offer. It felt like, I can't explain, but I'm sure you guys have been in situations where someone is hinting at something. They're hinting for you to do something and then, you know, you're trying to avoid the hint, but it keeps coming back, like they're hinting again. And to be fair, generally, I'm someone who likes to spend money on my people. Like, I enjoy that. I like sharing my wealth. I like I like having a good ha- I like having a good time. So if I wanna go somewhere and someone's like, Oh, I don't have money to buy the ticket, I will buy the ticket if I want to go and I want you to be there. I have no problem in that. Like I won't even ask you. I don't have no problem with that, sorry. I I won't even ask you to pay me back for like a ticket that's like up to like thirty pounds. And thirty pounds can that can buy you um a good amount of groceries, you know. So it's not it's not necessarily chicken change, but um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't I don't have a problem with that, but if it's constant, I'm like okay, like come on, and I think I'm not even. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm not even gonna explain myself because I was about to say I'm not even someone who watches what people do for me. But yes, I do watch because if there's a fucking if there's sorry, let me not swear, let me not swear. If there's a pattern of me constantly doing something and you have a reluctance to do it. I see the reluctance. Yes, I'm going to notice when it has only happened once. So I think this friend only ever bought me a drink once when we went out. And that's that's fine. That is actually fine. Because I ain't come out so you can spend money on me. But it's just funny that you expect something of me and you do not do it yourself. And... <sighs> I think a lot of me ex- me thinking that there was an expectation on me is projection, is my own feelings, etc. But some of these experiences were very much um real. I I have I have there were times that we would be out and she would constantly say she wants to drink, she wants to drink, she wants a shot, she wants a shot. If you want a shot, because my thing is yeah. 
this is why I will, this is why I'm not going to gaslight myself and say that, oh, it's just projection. Why are you saying you want to buy, why are you saying you want to drink? The bar is there. Why are you constantly saying you want a drink? The bar is actually there. So, I can only assume that you're only saying that because you you want me to go get you a drink, right? Like, please, please tell me if I'm wrong, guys, because I don't know. That's how I take it, because it's not, it's not like, you know, where... There's other examples, actually, but it's not like we're just, like, somewhere... Oh, I can't even explain. I don't know, like, we're in a park and you're saying, oh, I'm thirsty, but you're just saying it because you can't be bothered to go to... um the store and the store might be a, like maybe a 10 minute walk i fucking understand but we are right we're at the bar bro <laughs> like we're at the bar why do you keep saying you want to drink like ugh, girl you clearly hinting for me to buy you a drink and the thing is i like i'm just so i, I don't want to say i'm just such a nice person but i just let things slide i'm an idiot sometimes so i will buy the blood clot drink so you can shut up but I just got annoyed, like, after one, I'm like, oh, if... <laughs> this is bad, guys. And this is why you should set boundaries so you do not have to feel uncomfortable trying to get out of things. But this is why I didn't really feel comfortable going out with this friend after a while. Like, And that was just this year that I have just like, nah, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't want to go out. But, like I said, I've been friends with this person since 2022. So this is, like, I won't say two years because we didn't go out for, like, hmm... We didn't go out that much, like, maybe the first nine... I can't even give you a timeline. Maybe the first nine months of the friendship because of lockdown and things weren't, like, open and stuff like that. And she she didn't live in London. So, another example... (laughs) Another example, guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, This year, I moved... So, I moved out my family's house last year. So, I was... I lived with a friend who I actually met when I worked at Weatherspoon. Shout out to you. Um, I don't know if she listens to my podcast, but I'm sure she does. <laughs> um, so I had my own space, basically. And um, part of why she, like, we hardly ever went out was because if she came to London, she didn't really have a place to stay. Um, my mom's a bit funny about having people over. So she she stayed over one time, but... I don't want to make a habit of um, giving her a space in my mom's house because my mom was just funny. And, like, personally, I don't think I would have a problem, but maybe my mom just saw something in her that she didn't fuck with. Because my mom fucks with my friends. My mom fucks with my people. And the people that my mom have fucked with, they have been good people. They have been decent people to me. And the people that my mom weren't really feeling turned out to be people that weren't that great. So... Mothers be onto something. Like, don't don't be gaslighting your parents, you know, because sometimes they're onto something. Um, so, yeah, I have my own space. And then I got into a relationship. So I was always at um, my partner's. And so I had that space free. I was back and forth. So I gave her that space to... Because um, she, she worked in London, but she lived outside of London. So sometimes it was like... Um, it wasn't like a job where you're rotated it's like they they offer shifts and you can take it if you want or not so she would come down and stay at my place that I now that I'm thinking why was I renting the place like <laughs> I was always at my partner's anyway 
Um, it was a room actually, not a place. I was renting a room. Um, so one time we were there, and I think um, my flatmate was in Spain, so I could sleep. I was sleeping in her room at the time because I just I just thought let me stay there because there's there's a bed for me, and oh my gosh no this was probably before this was before Tristan sorry this was before I met my partner. Um, like, oh, probably you, actually, no, I met him, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't remember. I don't think I'd met him. Sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was staying in my flatmate's room while she stayed in mine and, you know, she came, she had finished work, so um she had finished work and she'd came to sleep over so she can go to um go home in the morning and she was just saying oh i'm so cold in reference to getting me to turn on the heater and if you guys know like this this cost of living crisis ain't new you know cuz the prices of heating and shit like that have been skyrocketing for a while now so um me and my flatmate were very um um I guess cautious about how long we'd leave the heating on, like we'd turn it off and, you know, turn it on when needed. And then she just kept, and I, I expressed this that, you know, my flatmate wasn't comfortable with leaving the heating on, but she just kept saying, she's so cold, she's so cold, she's so cold. And I, I'm, I'm not even being funny, but I'm doing a favor by giving you my space and you're just, um, you're just making it hard for me by like constantly complaining because she that's the type of person she was as well it's like she would complain about things while someone is doing i'm doing you a favor and you're just complaining about you're finding so many things to complain about and i'm not saying people can't have standards or want certain things i'm not saying oh because you know i extend my hand that you're not you're not allowed to to um have a preference or to have a voice and voice if something is not satisfactory but it it just got annoying because it's like you're so entitled and I really dislike entitled people I really do I'm not even gonna lie to you guys I do not like entitled people because I do think we owe some obligation to like creating safe spaces for others but at the end of the day like if you want like Let's take it back to the drinks thing. If you want a drink for yourself, why do you feel obligated to to have to? Why do you feel obligated to me spending my money on a drink for you? You're the thirsty one. I do. I don't like that. I don't like that. So she was complaining about the heating, and then she's complaining that she's hungry. And this is where I was like, oh my god! And I was so annoyed because I think I had just spent like I'm. I moved out of my mum's with no plan so i was being cautious with my money thank god i don't have to do that now because i'm abundant because i'm abundant but i was being cautious with my money so when she's like she's hungry i'm like because oh. i'm hungry so if i order food i got order food for you as well because i know it's i know it's gonna look bad and to be fair i want you to eat you know i love you so i want you to eat but it's like why can't you buy your own food why did you not eat before you you came here like you came here with your long gut 
as my mum would say, you came over with a gut, yeah, complaining about the blood clot heating, now you're complaining that you're hungry, and it's like, it's the same thing, you're complaining and not trying to find a solution for yourself, looking at me, so I can get you fucking food, so all of this food, and then that's another thing, like, while looking for food, you want to be, <sighs> I'm not saying that you need to, like, if someone's, because <sighs> you know sometimes when you offer something to someone, you still want to give them option. But some people be bright and they'd be like trying to, they'd be looking at the most expensive thing, etc. I'm like, oh my God, like be fucking for real because I'm doing you a fucking favor. You're just trying to do the most. You're trying to take the most. You're trying to, you're trying to get the most out of my fucking money. And I'm just like, oh my God, like it was ridiculous, guys. It was actually ridiculous. And it actually, it was so annoying for me, like. Because I actually loved this person. I actually loved them. I genuinely loved them and I wanted the best for them. But they were making it real hard for me to, like, um, feel good about be- being friends with them. So, fast forward, because I don't want to make this story too long. So, let me recap. My issues were they were very entitled and they didn't they didn't reciprocate the energy that I gave them in terms of sharing and... Um, also caringness because I'll get into that. So fast forward, um they moved to London and you know they're excited that they moved to London. They actually moved close to me, um to where I live. So, you know some people may say, Oh, that gives you guys the opportunity to see to 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 what am I starting? <laughs> that gives you guys the opportunity to see each other more but i just wasn't feeling it and to be fair guys for most for the most part of this year i have been severely depressed i'm not even exaggerating so i wasn't not feeling it like i said in my addicted to solitude um podcast which perfectly links to this i i'm not like the most um social person and i think this this person this friend didn't know this because she lived outside of london so she didn't really she couldn't she didn't really know how i was like on a day-to-day basis like um you know because the times i saw her it was it was an event it was a thing you know but while living in the same space she i think she finally saw how i actually am like when we live in like the same city or the same city yeah city so um she was she started to get upset that i wasn't spending much time with her etc and you know what i'm not even mad at that because i can understand you know you want who wouldn't want to spend time with me (laughs) now joking but i get it because you know and at the time she was saying i was her only friend like i'm not gonna lie she she kept saying i was her only friend she kept thanking me for you know helping her with her confidence she said i was her muse so many times i'm not even like i'm not even trying to um paint this picture that you know she was a fan but remember how we met guys she was subscribed to my youtube channel she reached out to me and i'm not saying that that doesn't mean that you know um she's a fan because you know i i'm (laughs) i'm not gonna say who am i but like i'm very humble and I formed a friendship with her on a humble on a humble thing. Like I saw her as my equal. I see people as my equal. I'm not gonna lie. So um, yeah. So I I'm I'm mentioning this because um, 
I also mentioned the pansexuality thing, which I I'm I'm forgetting to update you guys on you know the wanting to be me thing. So, um, the piercings came. I think it was just a septum piercing, and that's cool. Like <laughs> everybody got septum piercings, but. For me, there were just things I noticed about this person's personality that seemed pretentious. And I think that she she did a lot of things to appear more, let's say, more queer or more spiritual or more whatever. And... I didn't like that because I don't really fuck with like people trying to appear to be something they're not. You're fucking queer. You don't need to appear queer. Like, I I'm not even saying they weren't they weren't um queer baiting. They're actually fucking queer. So you don't need to prove to anyone that you're queer. And that was another thing I had. This story is so mixed up, mixed up. But if you guys are still following, thank you. Um, I'm just releasing. It feels good to release this because, like I said, I'm just finally healing. Of healing, and I'm healing from the disrespect. I'm healing from the hurt. I'm healing from just like nast the nastiness that this person <laughs> said to me at the end of this friendship. So anyway, back to what I was saying. There was just things I noticed. I was so pretentious, and she was so she's she was so she was such an angry person and she projected that anger on a lot of people she was so nasty to people um virtually and she said nasty things about people you know she painted herself to be um you know a feminist or a womanist whatever but she was nasty to other girls other women she would say nasty things about other women in the name of uplifting another woman and it's it doesn't work like that you know she would say she's pro-black, but then constantly put down black men. And I'm not necessarily pro-black, I'm not going to lie to you guys, but I would say that being pro-black would mean that you're pro-black people. People, so that includes everyone, no? Man, woman, non-binary, like, everybody, no? And when I say man, woman, that includes trans people, because I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I do. I Personally, I don't like trans people being categorised in another category because they're either men or women, in my eyes, personally. So, yeah, there's just a lot of contradictory. And to be fair, I believe that, you know, as humans, we contradict ourselves a lot. But those contrasts, yeah, those contradictions was too, was too harsh, like... You, you either are for black people or you're not. Like, you can't decide that, oh, yeah, I'm for black people. But what I really mean is that I'm just for black women, but black women that fit my agenda. No, like... And I'm not saying you got to be pro-black because you <laughs> be who you want to be, but don't paint yourself to be this person around me and on the internet, etc., and not be that person. I don't fake, I don't fuck with fake energy. Like, just be who you are. Um, and I think it it was difficult for us to have conversations sometimes because her approach was always more radical or it's either 
it's like bun them. If they did this, bun them. Bun black men. They deserve to to rot. They deserve to have their life um fall apart. Because I'm not even downplaying people's trauma because <laughs> black men have <laughs> did me some dirt. But what? Because some black men in your life, like there's a few black men in your life that did you dirt. You you're saying like all black men deserve to like die or things like that and i'm not even i wish i was exaggerating this is the type of thing she would say and i just thought like that's just that's not the energy i'm on like that is not the type of person i am i don't want to be around someone like that and this was like closer to the ending of the friendship where i was just like realizing all these things and one thing i'll give her she was consistent in those those radical views but i think they just got worse i think um you know other things that happened where she was 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 hurt she got hurt more often i mean not more often she got hurt more and then that made her just look at things more harshly and i understand that and that was another thing that was like what i was saying about not wanting to heal i can't i don't really like being around people who are reluctant to heal i'm not saying people i don't i don't i'm not saying i need to be around people who are healed or or on a healing journey but can you can you at least show can you at least show up for yourself a little bit like can you can you at least want to be a better person for yourself more than anything not for anyone else and i think that um you know not the not wanting to heal thing was what made it hard for me to connect to her because you know i just been on a healing journey for a really long time we weren't in alignment we weren't we weren't and I have been friends. I have been friends, and I have family members who don't want to heal. And we are cool because they do not project their opinions onto me. They don't project their harsh views onto me. They have their views. I have mine, and we keep it moving. But you can't. You can't force people to view things how you view how you. You can't force people to view the world how you view the world, and that's literally it. So there was that. And, um, so we started going to more queer parties. Um, I was already going to them, but, you know, lockdown happened. So I wasn't really in a rush to go back outside. But, you know, she, um, she hadn't been exposed to, like, the queer scene like that in London. Not saying I'm a veteran in in this bitch, because I'm really not. I'm really not, guys. But, you know, I've been to a few queer spaces and, like, um, I've made some friends in the queer community, so... Um, it was a comfortable space for me so you start going to more places like that and like when we first went she was very reserved you know I understand I understand even other places that weren't necessarily queer she was very reserved and I saw her really like grow into a more confident person which I actually loved but I think with that confidence she started to forget like she started to forget the place that she said I held in her life and I felt like she started to kind of disrespect me in ways where um she didn't respect my time she didn't respect the fact that you know I have a life outside of the friendship and that came with you know her being upset that I wasn't spending time with her she didn't respect the fact that I had other friendships like this it was very childish so when so I'm just gonna fast forward to when you know the f- when I realised there was something 
like she was just when there was something wrong and like she was just withdrawing from the friendship so she wanted to go somewhere and I was like I'm not really feeling going out right now but I I then went to (laughs) I went to Fluid which is a queer um space it's a they throw parties I went to Fluid with my friend and that's because I hadn't seen that friend in so long and I that's a friendship that I've had longer than the friendship with this person and I was like do you know what I've been blowing her off so much let me go out with her and I understand you know <laughs> me posting oh my fluid well I didn't post I'm not fluid I just posted fluid but um me posting and you watching that you're thinking raw like she fucking dissed me like she told me she told me one thing and she's doing another I understand then communicate that to me this girl just her energy just shifted she, it just shifted she um um I could I could see it in her, the way she was supporting my content. Like she would she wasn't supporting my content. She stopped supporting my content, which showed me that you didn't really fuck with it. Then you was just you was just liking it and and reposting it. To for me personally, I think she enjoyed the fact that she was associated to me. I'm sorry. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna. Um, excuse. I'm not even gonna <laughs> make it. What the fuck? Can I speak? I'm not even going to say, oh, I'm not trying to be big-headed because... I'm sorry. She liked the fact that she was associated to me. And... I think when she realised she could no longer... Like, she was no longer benefiting because I was barely going out with her. I didn't want to be around her. Um, Her energy shifted and she was no longer supporting my content. And around this time, my... um, I had a campaign with Adidas and Stella McCartney and she didn't like the post, which was sponsored. <laughs> she didn't like the post. She didn't um, repost it. And I didn't care, but it was like funny that like, you would re- repost selfies that don't really like matter. But this like major move in my modeling career, you just felt, you just didn't want to acknowledge it. And I knew she did. I, I could feel that she, she purposely went out her way to not want to acknowledge it. Because she watched your stories, yeah. You know, she did all of that, you know, the normal things. But you you went, I know she went out of her way not to, um, like, these posts. And it was hurtful because I was thinking, right, like, you know that this is my passion and I've spoken about, like, one... I've literally manifested this. Like, I've spoken about wanting to work with um, brands such as Adidas. So it was, like, mm, it was weird. So I said, I'm going to tell her that I don't like this because that's what you do when you care about a friendship. You communicate when you feel some type of way. So I said... I sent her a voice note and I remember I was actually... I went to a shoot the day I sent this um, message. I went, no... I ever went to a shoot. Yeah, I did go to a shoot, sorry. I don't know what shoot it was. But I went to a shoot anyway. And when I was on my way home, I sent her a voice note. And I said, hey, I just wanted to let you know that I just feel some type of way that, you know, you, you haven't supported my content. Um, and it's hurtful because um, I thought you knew how much modelling meant to me stuff something along those lines and <laughs> this girl yeah this girl sent me another voice note yeah saying guys i'm actually a bit like getting a bit heated no i'm joking i'm just a bit annoyed like thinking about it <laughs> she said to me oh you always do 
you always do big things. I didn't think it was a big deal. Something like that. And I was like, what? Like, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. I don't care how many major moves my friends make. I'm going to congratulate them on every single thing. Oh, yeah. I also said I didn't. I felt some type of way that she didn't congratulate me. But I will congratulate you on every single thing you post. No matter how many times you work with major brands. It could be a new brand every single day. I'm going to congratulate you. Because that is an achievement. Like, if if I know that's an achievement for you. And that you have been manifesting these things for yourself. I am going to congratulate you. So I felt like that was weird. That was very fucking weird. I don't care. Um, also... I was encouraging her to get into modeling because I thought, you know, she's she's a pretty girl and she was never on it. She was just like, mm, it's not for me. And then like around those times, this girl kept talking about, yeah, she wants to get into modeling. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not even being funny, but there's there was too many things that's like, you didn't even care for this. You didn't even want to do this. And all of a sudden, now you want to do this. Like, I'm not even... I am not being funny, but that just sounds like you are highly inspired by a certain individual and you know granted she said I was her muse so I can't really I can't really say that the girl didn't really tell me she didn't really she she didn't like um just like steal my identity <laughs> and get on with her life like she did say yeah I inspired her and I, I I get that but it was like get your own personality I don't think she has a personality outside um liking vagina and hating men that's I don't know, like, I'm not even trying to hate, guys, I swear to God, like, I can't think of, like, her whole brand, if she was to have one, is just expressing anger towards people, expressing anger and expressing her sexual desires for women, and I'm I'm not even, that's not me slut-shaming her, that's just me saying it what it is. This is a very long story time, but I hope you guys enjoy this tea. To be fair. The tea is very um, lukewarm though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, so yeah. She was like yeah. You always do big things. I didn't think it was a big deal. So then I responded to that. And then she responded by saying. Oh well I can understand if you don't want to be friends. Like it was just like. She was she was like trying to put. Make it seem like. I would be the one to cut off the friendship. But you said that. You said I can understand. That you don't want to be friends. So I was thinking. Hmm. This girl definitely doesn't want to be friends. Like, now that she realised she can't get anything from me, she's she's washed her hands. And that really triggered me because I felt like I have been the character development friend before. And I was like, this is fucking happening again. Like, and then that just made... Now it's made me realise how lit I am. But at the time, I was thinking, this is just so hurtful. It really broke my heart because it's like, I actually... I, I did so much for her out of love and the love was never reciprocated and that was hurtful it was hurtful man because i'm not even i wasn't even asking for a lot she she wrote me a card for my birthday and i really appreciated that card that piece of card i really appreciated it i didn't want anything i didn't care about monetary things i didn't care about material things i just cared about having a mutual love and respect in a friendship and i, I didn't think i got that and it was very hurtful and from that friendship, I just learned to set boundaries. Set boundaries from early. Um, communicate when you feel some type of way, which I did. She didn't like it and she fucked off. So if you're scared to communicate with someone in because you feel like they're going to leave, 
just leave them because and that's in romantic relationships friendships because why is me setting a boundary or letting you know that you upset me grounds for you to be like well okay we don't have to be friends do you think it's okay to upset people do you think it's okay to cross people's boundaries like come on like grow up grow up and i feel like she had a lot of growing up to do as well i feel like she had a lot of growing up to do but that could be due to trauma and i know god knows there's a lot of growing up i had to do this year because i'm mature in some ways but very immature in other ways and i had to it took me doing shadow work and ther- and therapy and just like sitting with myself to know that sometimes you just got to sit with yourself it's not you don't have to always meditate journal do all these things sometimes just sit with yourself and think about your your behavior patterns or your life and just just see where you might need to fix up a bit like it's that simple <sighs> but yeah um the reason for sharing that story was to release and also to just get get you guys to think about your friendships and see where if are your friendships serving you are they serving you or are they holding you back or, or are they showing you things about yourself that you need to work on because i would say that friendship definitely showed me a lot about myself that i need to work on but mostly it just showed me that <laughs> i keep i kept attracting similar people in different bodies because there was a certain lesson that I refused to fucking learn. And I definitely learned that. And that was not being a people pleaser. Don't be a people pleaser. Keep your blood clout money. Let the person stay there thirsty. They can keep talking about, yeah, they're thirsty, they're, th- they're thirsty, they're thirsty. I'm going to give a blood clout. You go and buy your fucking drink. I'm not taking hints no more. If you want me to buy you a drink, you, go on, you have to ask me to buy you a drink. Like, no. No more people pleasing. That is dying in 2022. That's dead. It's gone. It died months ago. But I'm just reaffirming that it is dead. The full moon in Gemini was yesterday. The energy is still, still lingering. With the, the power of the full moon in Gemini, I am releasing people pleasing. That is dead and gone. Um, Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> I feel great. Um, Yeah. I have nothing else to say, so I'm gonna go. I hope you guys enjoy. Also, you guys should definitely check out Fluid. Okay, let me name some of the. There's only like three. There's only two queer places that I go to a lot, and that's Pussy Palace. I haven't been in a while, and Fluid, and I like those spaces. I prefer Fluid though. It's a vibe. Fluid is a vibe. So, if you're interested in, you know, partying around queer people. I definitely recommend you go there because, yeah, it's nice. Nice vibe, nice people, nice music. Very nice music. The DJs are sick. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed the length of this episode because you you guys know I don't be giving you 40-minute podcast episodes anymore but i might go back to them i might do more story times because i actually enjoy doing story times and i feel like (laughs) i have a lot of stories to share but i'm gonna spread them out because i don't want it to just i don't want to just keep coming on here sharing stories instead of just like you know um sharing my introspection on life but anyway bye guys